Hello and welcome to In a Spiritual Sense, where we discuss all things spiritual, from growing your intuition, speaking with spirit guides, diving into past lives, the paranormal, and more. Join me, Stacey Piagno, where we work to bridge the gap between science and spirit. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, In a Spiritual Sense, where you can catch full-length videos of each episode. And if you hit that subscribe button, it helps support the channel and you'll be notified of new content as it posts. Hello and welcome back to In a Spiritual Sense. I'm your host, Stacey Piagno, and I hope you guys are ready to get into some deep content today. Now, for those who were able to listen to last week's episode, we talked a lot about inward-outward and the individual self and the collective self being one and the same. And this concept has been one that I've connected with for a while, but in the past year, it's really taken on a new meaning for me. And I've began to understand it on yet a deeper level, helping me make so much more sense of life. So with this concept being one that has been on my mind a lot, I want to start today by sharing a dream I recently had, because it's going to introduce some of the concepts that we're going to be talking about today. And this dream that I'm about to get into and today's conversation is going to get pretty deep. And I don't know, it might be a little much for some of you, but this information has become such a reality to me. And if you can expand your mind, there's a lot to dive into that I think you will enjoy and hopefully resonate with on a deep level. So to start with my dream, it was a little over a month ago, around the time of the spring equinox. And while I was dreaming, I was basically going in and out of other dreams or other timelines. And I would see something and then come back to my current timeline. And the person that I was with would say or show me what I had just experienced in the other realm. And then I would say to that person, oh yeah, I just saw this in the other realm. And they got a little scared and was like, um, let's go do something else. And then I woke up and by experiencing this dream and the jumping of timelines, so to say, it further helped me open my mind to the reality of how there is possibility to do so. For one, dreaming itself is a way to access information on another plane while we are simultaneously living out our lives on this current plane that we're awake in. And I've talked about this before on the Power of Dreams episode, but experiencing it again and being able to hop in and out of these dreams as I was dreaming was such a treat that my subconscious shared with me. And it allowed me to further understand that this waking state that we're all conscious of is just a small fraction of many other states or dimensions that are happening all around us. Also, as I was coming out of this dream, I was still in that in-between state, and I was given yet another treat to help me further grasp the creation of life itself. And what I saw was a tree with a branch, and then that branch broke into another branch, and then it broke into another and another. And then I saw a family tree, like on paper, and it had broken apart into children. And then it went into more children and more children. And then I saw veins in the body. And I watched how they broke apart into more veins and more veins. And it was this idea of how living things continuously break off into more and more of themselves. And so then I started to think about consciousness and how we as individuals are all sprouts of the same larger consciousness. And like grass coming from the earth, we are all rooted by the foot. Or I could say we're all rooted by the heart. But we are all branches coming from the same seed. We have just grown to have different realities of who we are and different environments in which we live. thus creating this idea of individuality. 
And with the idea of us all being individuals, what happens is it allows our collective consciousness or the tree of life, as some will say, to live out as many different experiences as possible, creating an experience of fullness. And the interesting thing about our branches is, is that depending on your perspective, you may not be able to see all that is divided because some of these realities may exist where our individual eyes cannot see. They may be far out of sight, but as part of the tree, if we stop searching with our eyes, we may then be able to feel that which is far, but still connected to us. And this is where today's conversation will begin. So stemming from last week, I think there's such a beauty in taking turns with the inner and outer world, dancing between the self and the collective, the earth and the universe, being present with the micro and macro of life. And at times, it is best to focus on the individual body. At other times, it may suit us to focus on the expansiveness of it all. You know, we've recently spoken about the inner world of our human experience and grounding ourselves in our bodies and in our truth. We've spoken about the individual mind, body, and soul. And as I started dipping into the inward outward last week, I really want to take some time to now lean into the outer of our world, which you will see is ironically accessed through our inner world. So today we are going to talk about realities and dimensions and how unity was once the starting point for all consciousness. And the way to understand our outer world or the macro or the universe exists through the power of symbology. And it's a different plane of communication that a lot of us are used to. And we don't always see with our eyes or hear with our ears. For the way to access this is with our wide angle lens. We feel it first and then we start to see it and then we start to hear it. And then this way of life becomes present all around us. And this communication that exists can be seen in everything around us, especially nature. Everything that grows, for example, grows from a central point. And are we not something that grows? This is the concept of what we're going to talk about today, and we can back it up on as big of a scale as we want. It starts with the entire universe and goes down to the growth of a single weed, an actual physical seed. Humans, plants, animals, molecules, atoms, whatever, they all start from a central point and they grow. And this growth mimics consciousness on a grand scale. Now, when you look at us, humanity, some may see individuals, but we cannot forget we all started as one. And we can start to throw out different terms like God, Great Spirit, Creator, Source, The Consciousness. But whether you follow science, religion, or nature, what we may notice is that we were all created from a central point. And this is not just humanity, but all things, living and non-living, because the non-living was created by the living. Therefore, it stems from us. It's another one of our branches. We are all connected within this consciousness. We have root to our being. And whether we are aware in the mind is not as important as the awareness we may feel in our heart. The awareness of this consciousness that breathed its first breath to create our very birth. However, as our souls multiplied, we became more and more individualized in the mind, and we sometimes forget that we are all still connected, until that is, we remember. We remember that we are all one, therefore beginning the journey back home to unity. 
So to back it up a little, it was a little over a month ago during the time of this dream I had when I discovered this new show called Initiation, A Journey to the Origin of the Universe, hosted by Matthias De Stefano. And it's amazing. Stefano basically shares his truth of how the universe came to be. And the way he has accessed this information is through his recollection of past lives from millions of years ago. And apparently he's held all of this knowledge since he was a child in this life. And it's incredibly fascinating and it makes so much sense. And it really has helped me understand how we all started as one consciousness. So today's topic will give more reason for how we as beings and a consciousness came to be. And again, this is just one perspective. I know we have spoken in the past about how all of our perspectives are real. And yes, we can all have different realities happening at the same time, just as different branches on the tree exist. Stefano talks about how reality is one truth, but this one truth has many different ways of being seen. And the more perspectives we have of a truth, the more we can improve that truth and the better we can understand it. So as I've talked about, all perspectives are present. They all exist. And if we can hold space to understand them all, it will only help us see the deeper truth of the perspective, which is. However, we do all have free will. And just because each perspective is present doesn't mean we have to understand them all or even accept them all. The beauty of life is that we get to choose what we live and believe. I'm living on my wavelength and you're living on yours. It's like living in different states. I live in Florida, but just because I live here doesn't mean that California isn't real or doesn't exist. I just live over here and I can go visit California, but I don't have to. Maybe I go visit and I like it enough to move there and adopt it for myself. Maybe I never visit at all. You can choose to live in whatever state you want. (laughs) No pun intended. Live in whatever state you want. Just choose one that fits you. And you don't need to feel stuck in one either. That's the beauty of it. We're never actually stuck. That's just a feeling that the mind creates. We're here to explore and find ourselves, to change and connect. But if we can open our mind and heart to accept all truths, I think we'll have a better understanding of the truth. Once we learn that all states are real, we can then better understand our environment. Pun intended. (laughs) So for me personally, um, when I heard Stefano's explanation of the first dimension, it connected so many dots for me. So I really wanted to share it today because it's really cool. And this explanation is what I have personally been feeling and speaking a lot of. I just hadn't fully encompassed the mass of it until I heard it explained. So now I will ask you to open your mind and hearts as we dive into Stefano's teachings, where he starts by explaining, quote, there is an importance of things that we ignore in our everyday lives that are essential to our growth, unquote. And whether you believe the specificity of everything that we're talking about today is not my intent as much as understanding the concept of what we're going to be talking about. Feel the information with your heart and then connect the mind to what you see fit. So today's teachings of unity and creation are again composed of Matthias de Stefano. And I'm not going to tell you every time I quote him, but instead just tell you that everything from here on out is pretty much my regurgitation of what he has taught. So I want to make sure that I give credit to his teachings. Now, 
As he explains, many times due to our perspective, we think of ourselves as the ones who are evolving. However, if we switch our thinking to that outside of ourselves to see that the planet is the one evolving, we may then see ourselves as the thinking of the planet, meaning we ourselves were created by the thoughts of the planet. We as bits of consciousness were created from the body of consciousness itself. And when speaking of dimensions, if we think of them as different spaces created from the perspective that we hold, we will start to see how there are many different dimensions around us at all times because there's many perspectives. And according to many, it is the third dimension that most of us are aware of now because it is this dimension where we see and experience what most of us see and experience with our five senses. We regard this dimension as tangible our reality. To some, this may be the only reality. So from my understanding, it is the third dimension where we as humanity are currently living. But even if this is the reality you may live in, or the reality you are conscious of, what we should understand is that we are all actually a part of every dimension. Because dimensions are not just a place that we go when our consciousness is aware of them. They are perspectives that we project while our core being is sitting at the center of every possible perspective. And what I mean by our core being is the core of the collective consciousness from everything. It's like the tree branch we spoke of earlier. We can think of different branches as different dimensions, but they all stem from the trunk of the tree, from one spot. And even though we all may have extending thoughts and realities, we are all still part of the trunk. Meaning, at our core, we are all connected to all dimensions at the same time, even if our perspective only allows us to see one branch. Stefano says, the truth is like a sphere. You can't see the whole thing at once. You can only look into one part of it. And again, dimensions are just the different perspectives of this one truth, different perspectives of the sphere. And the only way to get to these other dimensions is by the heart or by the trunk because the heart can feel everything around it before the mind understands. And it is the heart that connects us all to one another and to the mass core of consciousness. So feelings are how we access different realities. And these feelings come from being in silence because it is silence that allows us to go deep within our subconscious, which again is the collective subconscious, deep within the void of existence. And by going deep within, we are able to access any and all information that has ever been held in our collective database since creation. Many have heard this explained as the Akashic Records, and we're not going to talk about that today, but go search it if you're unfamiliar with it. It's basically the library of all consciousness, and we can learn how to access it by going within, which is important to understand because... Most of the time, we as a civilization think the answers to our universe come from searching without. Think about our fascination with the stars and the heavens, and this idea that we have to go out there to gain information, or access something outside of ourselves to gain information. By having this idea, it only steers us farther away from the information we seek. We must realize going out to look for truth will not help us obtain it. Instead, the way is to go into our core, where we can access all perspectives, which again is through silence and stillness. 
So to bring back up us being the thinking of the planet, this will help us understand how we are all projections from the universe. Now, I want you guys to forget the history that you know. Forget everything you've learned and just hang with me for a minute. Stefano explained the memory of his past lives from millions of years ago through his recollection of being one neuron. So instead of our consciousness existing in a human body, he has memories of him and his civilization being conscious as neurons themselves. And in his society, they knew that they were not alive because they were a civilization. They were alive because they were the thinking of their planet. And the only one evolving was the planet itself. And every one of them had this knowledge that if they were the evolving consciousness of the planet, every one of them had to know the truth because the truth stems from their core. And if they can all share every part of their truth, their entire civilization could hold all the knowledge of the self, the self being the consciousness of the planet, which is also the consciousness of them. Does that make sense? So he uses his memory of this life to explain the idea of how the goal of consciousness was to feel and understand every reality which means every perspective and every dimension because they were meant to know every dimension as a part of their normal life. And because of this, they had the understanding that they would work their whole life to understand themselves through as many different perspectives as possible. That was their goal. And so here he learned that the perspective of truth changes depending on where you are seeing it. But they also knew they should not go and take every dimension for themselves, meaning they shouldn't go and take every possible perspective to hold for themselves, but instead center in their own reality and in their own perspective, knowing that each one of their perspectives are true. And if they went outside of their perspective, then one of the parts of the consciousness would be missing. It's really a beautiful lifestyle. And this reminds me so much of how we talk about the power and importance of each one of us coming into our differences, knowing that we need each other to be unique and authentic in order to create the whole. It is our very differences that if loved will fullify the completion of unity. And so Stefano's point is that the first dimension is the only one that exists because it is the only one that holds the fullness of every possibility and every projection of itself. And you can think of the first dimension as just one spot. It is the truth. And all other dimensions are just perspectives of the truth. Different ways of seeing the truth. So the first dimension is just thought. Thought is the only thing that exists in the universe during this time. And thought is what we call consciousness. And there's only one spot where there's consciousness is projected from. And that is the mind. The mind of the universe itself which is the first dimension. And so from this spot, waves of thinking became projected, which created an ocean of thinking that we now call time and space. Some of us call it the matrix. And it is this time and space that acts as the body to hold all the other dimensions. Hopefully you're still with me. <laughs> now, I want to touch on our idea of unity. When we think of unity, we often think of something that is created. But unity was not something that was created. Unity is itself. And it is the evolution of unity that has done the creating. 
And this is where we hear stories and personifications of God or the creator or the source, which we are all a part of because again, each of our lives is just a different projection of the same consciousness, a projection of God, a projection of the same spot. And this spot is what many of us are trying to refer to when we mention unity. It is the only place we come from and the only place where we go. And we all have this relationship with the idea of unity. That is why Stefano says, every being in the universe is telling us to go to unity, to be one. I've even talked about that before. And it's something that we as a humanity are trying to understand. But sometimes we don't fully understand what it means to be one. Because we think that being one is to be together or to think the same, or to be happy, or to be in peace and harmony. And this is not what it means. He says unity just means to remember that we are all holograms of the reality of just one spot, and that there is no other reality but one, the one that encompasses every other reality. <laughs> it's a paradox. So if you're still with me, how did it all start? The beginning of the first dimension is when this only consciousness that existed in the universe made a question. And the question started from one certain truth, which was, I am. And the only thing that this consciousness knew was that I am the only one. And it was called I am. So the universe was then created from that self, that one. And it was created at the moment the self had the thought of, who can I become? And this was the start of everything. Not yet the matter, but just the idea, which we will soon get into, evolves into matter. Like in the past, we've talked about how thoughts produce matter. Well, here's that same concept on a grand scale. It was the simple thought of, what can I become that birthed our very existence? similar to the things that we come up with in our everyday lives, right? What can I create? And then creations are made. Again, what we see in the self, we see on the collective and on the masses. And as this first thought or first breath or first burst created the momentum that evolved into what we call life and branches started to sprout to see how far we could evolve and what all we could become, the idea of reaching unity or getting back to unity, I believe, is not something that we are meant to obtain in this moment because there's still expanding to be done. The reason why we won't be able to access this unity through our current third dimension, where many of us are present, is because we would have to go through the entire collective mind. We would have to go through every idea we as a consciousness ever had about reality to get back to nothingness. Unity described in this sense is nothingness, the nothingness that projects everything. And this very reason is why it is so difficult to understand the creation of life, because we often compare to understand, and there is no way to compare the beginning of unity with any one thing we already know. It's the combination of everything we already know as a collective, the combination of everything our entire consciousness has ever lived out at its most inner point. And the idea is that we would have to unlearn everything in order to get back to this space. So in regards to us obtaining unity in this reality, it is not something that we are going to live here. It will not be a real thing on this planet because the reality of truth of this universe is that there is no time and there is no space. 
because everything is just one. At our core, there is no split in time. There is no split in perspectives. Because in the beginning, when unity started, this had not yet happened. But in our reality now, we are essentially living within one of these splits. I don't know, maybe that's what we call galaxies. Maybe our galaxy is one of the tree branches. But we do have time and we do have space. Again, unity is the only state where you can feel and see everything and be everywhere. It's not something we are currently present in, other than the fact that our core consciousness is in some way still a part of it, like the tree's trunk, or I should say the tree's seed. So essentially, the only way to access the central point of unity is to forget. Forget everything and sit in the core of stillness, which will lead us to the collective core of stillness, with no projection of anything but emptiness itself. And this is how our consciousness will then remember. We must forget to remember. And with this understanding, we will see that the beginning of the universe was not something that we could see, because it was nothing. It was just stillness itself. It was only something that could be felt. And in this space of feeling, Stefano explains it as feeling so many things that suddenly you can't feel anything at all. And this is what we call neutrality. And it is from this neutrality that we expanded to live out every possibility. And I think that's the whole idea. The collective self will live out as many different experiences as possible through us individually having experiences, or what we refer to as lives. And then perhaps we as individual branches are also going through circulations of many lives. And then perhaps there are all different timelines of our lives. And so what happens is we as a whole are expanding out as much as possible, only to then contract back in, bringing everything we learned back to our central point, thus completing the breath of life. That initial exhale out that created our birth will one day return back to center with an inhale, thus completing the thought of what our consciousness first asked when it wondered, what all can I become? So... Next week, we will finish up with a little more of this idea of how the universe continued to expand from neutrality by multiplying itself. So stay tuned for the evolution. But for now, we're going to take a break because I think this might have been a lot. (laughs) I still hope you're listening (laughs) and hopefully your mind was expanded today. I think it's sometimes nice to rethink life and our entire existence. That's how we grow, right? So, as usual, if you did enjoy this episode, please use it to inspire this around you, and I will see you next week on In a Spiritual Sense. For those looking to connect further, please feel free to send emails to info at inaspiritualsense.com or hit me up on Instagram at spiagno, that is S-P-I-A-G-N-O, where you can find weekly inspiration and updates. I look forward to connecting with you.